0: Hola, 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 hola. La Elfa es Sombra New La moña es verde como me 2 Millones que me cambian la actitud Esta noche no estamos burra holo Arrebatado dando vueltas en la jipeta A lado mio tengo una rubia que tiene grande la testa.
1: Bienvenidos a Radio Venea. I'm Miriam Suela Perez. I'm Beroyeti
2: Flores, and we're two Latinx friends with wildly different music tastes.
1: Each week we bring you music from the Latinx artists that we love, and this week we've got music from the summer. We're holding on, y'all. We're holding on for just a few more moments.
2: We are so excited for the last little bits of summer. I'm not personally that excited about, like, cold weather. I have a hard time with the fall. Mm -hmm. But, you know, I'm every
1: year try a little bit harder to enjoy. Mm -hmm. Appreciate it. Well, now I'm living somewhere where the fall is actually like the best time of the year Um, because it's just finally not like 115 degrees here in Austin. So I'm like really finally enjoying like after we record this, I'm going to go sit on a blanket outside in the middle of the afternoon, which I have not been able to do for like two months. So. I'm really excited about temperate weather. But I also always love fall and I actually like cold weather, which I'm not gonna get a lot of here, so but I know for you, Veto, summer is like your happy time.
2: It totally is my happy time. I am I'm I'm trying to figure out my different workarounds. I feel like my sister lives in Miami. I know that like pandemic stuff makes travel like a little bit weird and you know the ethics of it are sort of all over the place but I um, am considering like spending a long amount of time there like sometime this winter to like I just need it's very it's I just need to offset winter like for my mental health honestly Um, so we'll see what can be done and you know what feels right you know based on numbers in New York and numbers over there
3: Mm -hmm
1: yeah yeah i will say i think planes are not like the covid like incubators that people think they are you know i think there's risk involved for sure and airports and stuff but it's not
2: yeah the research shows that the planes are not a place where things get transmitted which i don't really understand um but i don't know hepa filters i guess anyway it's just like it's all we don't know so much and but you know we're all doing the best we can
1: so tell us about this first song we started with. This is your pick.
2: So this first song is um it's sort of like a it's sort of like a dumb song. <laughs> <laughs> it's got like really stupid lyrics, but it's just like sort of a vibe for me. This is La Jipeta. It's by Neo Garcia and L A Mike Towers, Ryan Juanka. Uh,
3: let's take
0: another listen to it. <laughs> My Towers, bye bye. Up, prendemos de la híbrida. Tiene cara de atrevida, pero sin alcohol es tímida. Y como si nace, Peggy muestra su habilidad. Y la deja chocar como los guantes de Trinidad. Uh, y ninguna ley nunca se niega de mí no se despega el cuadre me lo entrega ya no está pa' perder se acostumbra a ganar yo trato de no caer pero tú eres el final y me enredo pero procedo lo que pida mami te lo concedo plati en cali Zapato roberto Campali. no le gusta la moli ni la pali y yo sé que quizás o tal vez suben de tres en tres. yo tirí con este brilla mi diamante y eso te gusta y Hasta que tu mente se borre Arrebatado dando vueltas en la hipesta A los míos tengo una rubia Que tiene grande en la teta Quiere que yo se lo meta Arrebatado dando vueltas en la hipesta Conmigo
2: una rubia Que tiene grande en la teta So I already brought Hablaba Nunca which El Alfa, which was like another sort of like felt to me like a song of summer. But I feel like this was also like one of the songs that was just like Mm -hmm. I heard over and over again. Like if there had been clubs, I think that this would have been on every single night
1: at the club. Like I just know it in my soul. I somehow um, missed this song, and I really like it, and I don't know how I missed it. I don't know if it didn't oh, make it to Texas or what.
2: Oh, yeah, God. I don't know. So this was, like, definitely all over. You know, like, what sort of, it just, so, again, the lyrics are, like, really stupid. <laughs>
1: but, mm-hmm. like, oh my God. it just so is, like, a so sort dumb.
2: of a, <laughs> so dumb.
1: <laughs> Tiene grande la teta. I mean, like, come on. <laughs> <laughs> come on. I know, I know. It's Y'all like are come smarter on. than that. <laughs> is, I
2: don't know if Anuel is smarter than that. Yeah, maybe
1: not. <laughs> <laughs> but but you know what he's got people working for him who are smarter than that.
2: Yeah yeah. He's got money well, to
1: pay people who are smarter than that. You know, <laughs> like he's not writing all his own. Li- I mean, he probably wrote that, but like he's not writing all his own shit. You know? Yeah yeah.
2: I mean, so I just the thing. This song is like it's like outside of the lyrics for me. It's just like mm-hmm, a general vibe, you know. Yeah, and yeah, one of the places where like that really cemented how ha- me loving this song is like the Latin American meme accounts for a while. We're like playing, we're like using this little video of this pug, just like vibing to this (laughs) song, (laughs) you know, this like extremely fat pug, which as Mm -hmm. a previous owner of Mm -hmm. a fat pug, like really Mm -hmm. touches me. And -hmm. this pug is just like vibing, you know, like having the time of its life and like, To this song, and I was just like, yes, love this. This pug vibing is how I feel about this song, Mm -hmm. also. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah.
2: (laughs) And I also, it has um, Brian Juanca on there, Mm -hmm. who are, like, these two Puerto Rican reggaetoneros who are, like, you know, like, not quite on the level of, like, you know, like, you're Anuel, you're, like, Neo Garcia, Mm -hmm. and I like to see them, like, get some play with Mm -hmm. the bigger, those bigger names, Mm -hmm. but... Really, like, what cemented this for me was Vibing Pug. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. If you just yeah. Google Pug Vibing, you will find this dog. It will, it will likely not be set to la Jipeta, but just yeah. imagínenselo, you know?
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, R.I.P. Lupe, your your Pug was the best and got me... Into being a dog person, so she's Aww. always gonna have a special place in my heart. She was on my <laughs> wall in my apartment in D.C. until I moved. So, she's she's just she's special. Um, she was
2: very special. I don't think we've
1: brought Neil Garcia before, have we?
2: I don't know. It feels hard. Like didn't if he was like on Te Bote, he's like it. He's like always in those super mixes. Like okay. I feel like I feel like it seems hard to believe that we might not have brought him. Like he's yeah. not snuck in somewhere, but. La verdad, I don't keep track of him like that. I'm not, like, a huge fan or nothing, you know?
1: What do you know about him? I don't actually know anything about him.
2: Neo Garcia is, like, a Puerto Rican reggaetonero rapper. You know, I'm not a huge, like, fan or follower of his. Like, he definitely loved Devote. It was, like, his song with Casper Magico, and then, like, the remix was the one that we all know and love and, you know, will hopefully be playing a lot come November or December or January or whenever or wherever whatever the fuck we know election results oh god, oh god. <laughs> um but oh, yeah i guess one thing that i didn't know about him is that apparently he used to be like a dancer and choreographer and then he turned into like a musician so that's that's a new thing that i learned researching today but oh
1: cool
2: yeah and he's just about, like always um, part of these super mixes yeah, in my head yeah, you know
1: yeah, yeah got it Tell me about Mike Towers because he's actually on my tra- one of the tracks I'm bringing later, and I don't know a ton about him.
2: Oh, Mike Towers is great. I love Mike Towers. So Mike Towers is Puerto Rican, also like in the last year, like his star has really risen. He has a new album that came out this year that I had like sort of bigger expectations for. I wanted it to be better than it was. I was very excited for it. It's not bad, but I was just like excited to see what he brought. But I, I like Mike Towers a lot. Awesome. So he's, like, on the charts doing his thing, All like, all these guys, and this one's mm-hmm. just, like, another fucking vibe, you know? Like, it's yep. a dumb yep. song that Real. I love. Real.
1: <laughs> well, I like it, too, so thank you for bringing it to my attention. Um, yeah, I mean, basically, this <laughs> this episode is just, like, songs from the summer that we wanted to bring and didn't, or the, kind of, like, keeping us in the summer vibe as the weather starts to turn, so... I know, like the weather's starting to
2: turn where like,
1: you know, all of the pumpkin spice
2: hoes mm-hmm. are like, you know, pulling out all of this pumpkin spice shit. I'm not ready. I'm not ready. But today it's cold mm-hmm. in New York and I woke up mad as hell, closing all my fucking mm-hmm. windows cold. like. Yeah.
1: <laughs> but here it's not sucks. fall at all, but it's, I mean, it's, it's Texas fall in that it's pleasant to be outside, which just feels like a game changer during COVID. Right. So I'm just like really happy about that. Um, huge game changer. Oh, so good.
2: COVID just makes the fall even more yeah, um, anxiety sorry. ridden for me because yeah. it's like, I feel like I've been able to have like mm-hmm. somewhat of a summer cause you can hang out with people outside. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And yeah, no, it's, it's not like good once news it's back to COVID. inside times, like what yeah. the fuck are we going to do? You no, know,
1: it's, it's not good news for COVID. It's not good news for flu season. Like it's generally not a good thing right now but oh yeah we can't really change it i mean the cooler weather is is a good thing for the west if they get some in terms of fire season y'all yeah
2: i hope that y'all are okay on the west coast what an apocalyptic nightmare I
1: know. so much love to everybody out there i read some scary ass news stories about what it's like to try to escape fires man so this is our lives now yo this is our lives yes yeah Yeah. totally you should vote people if you can (laughs) yeah my plug for voting not the not the savior but definitely really really fucking important i'm finally in a state where my vote where i have representation now i've been in dc for so long like no (laughs) electoral college representation so now i'm in a right i'm getting so many texts from the democrats because i'm in texas (laughs) like so many texts Every so day funny. some some volunteers texting me. Yeah. And I'm just like, I got it, y'all, thank you. <laughs> yeah. All right, my next song. So this is a little bit of a different mood from the rest of this episode and it's a cumbia. So let's take a listen. It's called Piva Cumbia. It's by Barbarita Palacios featuring Julieta Venegas and Micaela Chauque. So I feel like of all the genres that I don't know that well that I'm most excited about, I think cumbia is, like, up there. Um, Mm. I just... I just have, like, very little exposure to it. I grew up with, like, zero exposure to it. You know, we've done a little bit of work with it on Radimenea, but there's so much more to explore because it's it's one of those genres that crosses, like, a bunch of national borders and has, like, a lot of different interpretations. And so Mm -hmm. I don't have a lot of, like, um, venues to explore Cumbia, but, like, when I come across something, I'm excited about it. So that's why I was psyched about this one. It also has, like, a really different, I think, vibe to it because – Micaela is, who's a new artist to me, she plays the Siku, which is a traditional Andean windpipe. And so that uh, adds a whole nother like musicality to this particular cumbia that I don't think is like quote unquote traditional. Although obviously there's cumbia in the Andes in Colombia and stuff like that. So, um, Mm -hmm. but, but yeah, I thought it was really like distinct in that way. And I like Julieta Venegas a lot. I mean, these are all, um, or Barbarita Palacios is new to me. She's a Mexican, um, pop, considered pop artist. Um, And then Julieta Venegas is, you know, someone we definitely think we brought to the podcast and who is, you know, Mexican-American and and really talented.
2: Yeah, this song is dope. I really liked it. I didn't, I didn't, um, I hadn't heard it.
1: Yeah, it came out on September 2nd. It just came across my Spotify somehow, you know, that kind of thing. It's definitely not going to be like on the radio in the U.S., I don't think, you know, Um, Mm -hmm. but but yeah, so it's kind of a um a new release that I was I was excited to see. And yeah, if folks have Kumbia recommendations, I'd be down to hear it. I mean we did that our Kumbia episode actually was really popular. I think a lot of our listeners really like Kumbia. Um and there's just so much there that I it's hard to know even where to like dive in because I don't have a lot of um
2: relationships. There's so to many it.
1: versions, you know, like I know. You know.
2: As we, if y'all haven't listened to our Cumbia episode, we sort of went into like all the ways, like, you know, where it emerges, right? It's a Colombian genre, pero really made its home, like, in Mexico, in Argentina, Mm -hmm. por todos lados, Mm -hmm. you know? So, Mm -hmm. yeah. So many different things to explore there, for sure. I love that this is like sort of like movement music, right? This is like feminist Mm -hmm. and like, Mm -hmm. you know, coming from a summer of a lot of uprisings and in Mexico recently, there was, like, a big takeover, big feminist takeover. Um, so there's just, like, a lot of social upheaval
1: everywhere. Mm. And people... la gente
2: está cansada, you know?
1: Yeah. I wonder if that's what cansa, this is responding to then, probably, what's happening in Mexico, since it was released just a couple weeks ago.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's been a lot of protests for, like, the movement, like, on, like femicide and mm-hmm. um, responding to femicide and, and just like state sanctioned violence and, you know, that cop that raped that girl, like it's just like, it's been going on in Mexico for a minute. And, um, you know, there's been a lot of resistance to it, which just has been dope to see.
1: Yeah. This summer is interesting. That feels like it's like a global uprising moment. Like there's a lot going on here and then there's solidarity with what's going on here in other places. And then there's also, very localized and, you know, specific struggles that are happening in different places, but it doesn't seem like there's... Maybe that's part because of COVID and the pandemic and the way yeah. in which that creates, like, social change and, and unrest, but it's pretty incredible.
2: I think so. I mean, I think one of the things that the pandemic has done is, like, it's made it really stark, the level of inequality and uh, precarity in people's lives, mm-hmm. right? Like, mm-hmm. just how close so, so, so many people are to, like, the total, uh, you know, evaporation of life as they know it, right? Mm-hmm. And how, you know, some of us are so fucking privileged to, like, just be able to, like, sit at our little home office set up at home and still, like, sort of continue, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. which yeah. of which I am a part, right? Like, mm-hmm. that's what I'm doing. And it's, like, yeah. it just feels really wild in this time because, you know, obviously – uh we do social justice work we know like with we like mm-hmm. traffic and in, in like w- what ways we're privileged and what ways we're not so it's mm-hmm. a lot of what we think about but it's really stark to watch uh during the pandemic just to see um you know all of the cards fall really, really just like laid totally bare.
1: Yep, it's true. oh yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah, I mean, speaking about, like, sort of movement music, I think this next song, at least in New York, I it, it's hard for me to gauge because pop is from Brooklyn, so I feel like uh, it feels really big, but I don't know if it's just local, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but this uh, was definitely part of the soundtrack of the Uprisings here um, in, in New York City. Uh, this is a song called Dior, and it's by Pop Smoke.
3: Sit up, never like, you know, it's put you packing with the we gonna send them automatics. We gon' set up to heaven Wait, 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 wait. Hey, hey, <laughs> whoo! <laughs> you feelin' sturdy, I <laughs> feel sturdy. Shake, so. uh, shake it, uh, shake it, uh, shake it. Uh. She like the way that I dance. She like the way that I move. Mm-hmm. She like the way that I rock. She like the way that I woo. And mm-hmm. she let it clap for a nigga. She let it clap for a nigga. And she throw it back for a nigga. Yeah, she do a for a nigga. a Mary, Mike and Mary. Billie Jean, Billie Jean. Christian Dior, Dior. Mm-hmm. I'm up in all the stores. Mm-hmm. When it rains, it pours. She like the way I heard. a Mary, mm-hmm. Michael, and Mary. Billie Jean, Billie uh. Christian Dior, Dior. Mm-hmm. I'm up in all the stores. Mm-hmm. When it you like the way I. When i walk in the spot. 30 on me. Buy at the club, niggas know that I'm paid. Bitch, I'm a dot. Get me lit. I can't fuck with these niggas, cause niggas is gay. All in my page, sunken dick. All in my comments and screaming my name while I'm in the club. Throwing them hundreds of and fifties and ones. I smoke. They know I'm wildin'. If I'm on the island, I'm snatchin' the sale. Brody got locked, night his bail. Until he free, I'm raising hell. Tell my shooters call me Facetime. For all the times we had to FaceTime. 3D nights, to do it Time If you need the Glizzy, you can take mine. Please don't play with the mine.
2: So, Pop Smoke, uh, maybe, hopefully, I think probably a lot of you know who he is. He is a rapper that was like, you know, his star was really rising. He's from Brooklyn. He's of Panamanian descent and was killed this spring, I want to say, in May. And it, it was like just a senseless fucking gun violence crime, right? Like, he was, like, his house was getting robbed and he was shot. You know, it was just, like, stupid. It was, like, not even, like, no beef or anything. It was just, like, dumb. And the lyrics of this song are sort of all over the place. Some of it is, like, feels like it has nothing to do with movement. Some of it feels like it's like talking about incarceration and not being able to make bail and, you know, some of the things that uh, the uprisings were really truly about. There's like, you know, a really homophobic (laughs) lyric in there, you know, it's just like sort of all over the place. But like, I think for me, where um, this felt like really tied to the movement is the energy, Um, like this just like bravado and um, sort of, uh i don't want to say anger but like kind of like righteousness right that Mm -hmm. pop's delivery had that uh really felt like in tune with the mood of the uprisings and it was like it sort of became at least here in brooklyn like part of like the soundtrack of the uprisings and um for me like sort of like this summer was really consumed By all of that, both because of the work that I do, but also, um, you know, it's just impossible to not be consumed by it in New York city by like, just even on a sonic level, it was literally 24 hours a day for at least 10 days. There were helicopters, um, and sirens, Above, like Like there was like I would go to sleep and there were helicopters. I would wake up and there were helicopters. Like it it was literally a war zone. You know what I mean? So, Mm -hmm. um, so it uh, it was like really inescapable. Even like if I hadn't, if it hadn't been like my job (laughs) to work on issues Mm -hmm. of police violence, I still wouldn't have been able to escape it because like literally the soundtrack of the world was like this is a war zone and people like the police came down on people really hard. Um, what is it what is it like now there's still choppers in the sky sometimes because i live in new york city and this is a police state and that's just like my reality always here but like yeah um but it's not the same way you know like i think that the spring and the summer felt like really like, uh, there's a very specific sonic landscape of it for me. And that was like, you know, at the beginning because of COVID here in New York, it was like sirens not stop, And then once, uh, the protest started, it was like sirens that was not just ambulances, but also cops and then choppers. Right. So it was just like this very, right. um, you know, very particular sonic quality <laughs> to that time. And, um, and music was part of it too. And I think that like this song just felt like tied up in all of that for me. Um, and for a lot of people. Right. And I think, I don't know, it's just also part of it is that like Pop Smoke's death is sort of, you know, it wasn't police violence, but it is sort of emblematic of like the ways that the lives of, like, young black people in the hood get cut off just for no fucking reason. You know, like, let, you know, like, have it be police violence or have it be, um, you know, gun violence that's, like, not mm-hmm. police-related or whatever. You know, like, there's just, like, so many violent ways that um, low-income young black people that live in the hood just like their lives are cut off short, Yeah, you know? And I think that that's also part of this, right? Of like pop's legacy is like this like shining star that just like left for no reason.
1: Yeah. I mean, there's definitely a lot of senseless death.
2: Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And, you know, I think that the other piece of it is that, you know, why I wanted to bring him is because he, you know, there's actually a lot of, like, rappers who are of Panamanian descent, but people don't really rep. like, they're not, like, people will, like, find out low-key that, like, somebody's Panamanian, and we never knew, <laughs> you know, because, like, what, because of, like, the racism within Latino communities, and, like, you know, and lots of Panamanians are, are um descended from West Indians, Black West Indians, and there's a lot of racism within Latino communities, so then, like, that, those communities sometimes can get bifurcated, but, like, pop smoke really repped his panamanian side he's like yeah i'm panamanian guess you know like what's up mm-hmm. <laughs> so that was also like a it felt sad you know that it's like yeah here's this like brooklyn rapper and he's doing his thing and he's latino and he's like proud of it and um it's just a little sad a lot sad <laughs> you know
1: so sad God, I don't know why I thought like, oh, we're gonna do an episode about like summer music, like it'll be light. But like, come on, what is the summer bit? You know, like there's no like, <laughs> there's no like lightness right now. Like it's just I know, not... sorry y'all. Yeah, this is life sorry right now. y'all. Yeah, but I you mean, go the to our dope Jonah thing episode if you want.
2: <laughs> yeah, the dope thing is that like, you know, his music like is really like it's living on, right? And like there was like a whole album that came out like of like songs mm-hmm. that were released after his death and like people are like really latching onto those and his life was short, but it had no shortage of meaning for people. Mm-hmm. So
1: yeah, it's true. Yeah. Silver linings. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, a little, uh, palate cleanser, maybe or are just mixing it up a little bit, going to a song by setch. It's called Relacion Remix.
0: Let's take a listen. Yo siempre cuando me hice más que tú.
3: Te quiere ella Ahora todo cambió Le
0: toca a ella Party y una botella Gracias el maltrato Se puso bella Ahora tú la quieres No te quiere ella Ahora quiere que la grabe Vacilando y que se le enseñe a él Ya no le gusta seguir patrón, ella es la patrona
1: actually came out on September 2nd, but the original um, song came out in April, and I actually kind of like the original better, maybe. Right, on I don't know. such
2: album, yeah?
1: Yeah, yeah, on his album, exactly, yeah. Um, I don't know, I feel kind of like on the fence about remixes, oftentimes it's whatever I heard first that usually like I feel more mm-hmm. inclined to and I heard the original first. Um, but I feel like April was a little bit of a stretch for summer, so I decided to bring the remix since it's a more recent release. And after I listened to it a few times, I do really like Faruko's part. He has mm. kind of like a, a whole interlude toward the end that I, that I really like. I like his voice. I like the way that his voice and Setch's sound kind of um, mix together. The other people yeah. that are on this, I didn't. I don't think I said, the other people that are on this are Daddy Yankee, which I'm like, donde? Um, J Balvin, I'm like, meh, and Rosalía. But I feel like Faruko really stood out to me from listening Mm -hmm. to this. And like in the video, Balvin's just kind of like there with this like weird Mickey Mouse looking hat. I don't know. It's kind of just like, meh. I don't know. Didn't really draw my attention. Sometimes these, you know, big lots and lots of names, like people just kind of disappear, you know? So, Mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. but I really love Sech. I really love what he's doing. I haven't gotten to spend time with his new album. It's not that new now. But have you spent time with it, Vero?
2: Yeah, yeah, I listened to it a lot when it first came out, like, just like, because I was just very interested in it. I like, um, I really liked from there, like, the really Panamanian, like, I liked Ceba you know, I thought it was, like, cute, you know. Um such I like I like Sech. He's not it's not so much my style. His thing is like a little bit more cantadito, a little bit more romantico, mm-hmm. which is like mm-hmm. not what I gravitate to. So mm-hmm. um I mean, I think he's a really talented dude and I'm rooting for him, and I think it's really important that he's on the scene. but yeah. his style of music isn't generally what I um, mm-hmm. what I go towards. yeah, um, more but I like so, you know, because yeah. like I feel like for me, like Savi like had on it, and I was like, oh, you know, it just felt like old school and cute in a way that was like, That's dope, you know? Yeah. But yeah, But yeah, this song, I feel like I am not a Rosalia hater. I actually, like, El Mal was, like, really important. Like, like I loved it so much and um, whatever. She's got her issues, but I didn't think she was good in this. I thought she was, like, sort of bad in it.
1: Yeah. I mean, I like having a woman's voice in it because it's about, like, a woman leaving, like, a toxic relationship, but I didn't find that she brought so much to the table. Yeah. Didn't really stand out to me. Um yeah. but yeah, that such vibe is definitely more mine, like the sort of like more mm-hmm, chill, mm-hmm. romantico kind of and I just feel like his sound is really unique. Um and his voice is really unique. So it's adding totally more totally more landscape. So um yeah, it's interesting to release a remix like months later. I don't know what the logic is around that, like how they decide. I mean, obviously it's to continue the life of the song, but I don't you know, some yeah, right away, <laughs> it comes out long time long time later, you know. So again, sabe, but Um, But yeah, I like this offering from Such. Word. All right, what's your last one for this episode?
2: My last song is a song by an artist called Lee Bassi, and it's called Slow Motion. Let's take a listen.
0: que tú nunca has visto nada, así, sí. Ven acá, pégate de mí, así. Como yo no hay igual, ni conviertas en animal, ni cuando tú me ves doing my thing. Acércate que te quiero, papi, no tenga miedo. Keep up, change my hair from day to day Nadie puede repetir lo que encontrarás en mí Acércate que te quiero, papi no tengas miedo
2: I'm bringing this song because to me it feels like sort of like summery but still like a transition into the cooler months. For me, what I listen to when it's cooler, you know, depending on my mood, obviously, right, I listen to all sorts of things, but um, sometimes like the music like slows down a little bit, like... And this feels like a like a like that transition time, right? Like last night, I it was cold enough to roast the chicken, but I also had tomatoes, right? So it's just like this like, is this like mm-hmm. in between sort of like summery, but also like good for like a chiller, cooler time. Um, Lee is Dominican. She's based in Atlanta. She was a contestant on American Idol, actually, oh, wow. a few years ago. Mm. yeah but I know about her because I actually met her at the club
1: I love this story
2: (laughs) I you know how like sometimes I don't know this doesn't happen to me a lot because I have like sort of like a bitchy face that people find intimidating but Mm -hmm. um sometimes people are like you're really pretty like girls (laughs) she's like I love those girls right that are just like Mm -hmm. and she was like you're really pretty and I was like you're really pretty, too. Thanks. <laughs> you know? And um, it was very cute. She's a very, very sweet girl. Um, so, you know, like I just, like, met her at the club in Atlanta. And um, we, like, followed each other on Instagram. I was like, oh, you're an artist. That's dope. And so she put out this song. And I'm into it. I love the Spanglish. I love the mood. She's openly queer. Um, you know, we love supporting queer artists on the show. Um but you know, she's starting out but keep an eye on her. I think she's talented. She's doing something cute, different. I'm rooting for her.
1: I love that story and like I totally like understand that moment, but like have never experienced it because like I'm just not that kind of girl. Like I just it's like a very like you know, feminine girl thing, I think to have that experience, mm-hmm. of being like of like mm-hmm. of like Congratulating each other being pretty, you know? And like, even when I was like very gender conforming before, like, I came out and whatever, I was just never that type of girl. I think because I was never seen as like pretty. I was like cute, mostly because I was like chubby or fat, you know? So I feel like it's a different, although I think that you could have a moment like that, um even if you're not, you know, a skinny girl or whatever. But anyway, it just like, I can appreciate it, but like, it's one of those moments of like, wow, I'm just not a girl like that, you know? <laughs> like, that right, 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 right. It's happen, like you
2: know? very tied up in like gender and all uh-huh. sorts of things, right? Mm-hmm. But like, yeah. Yeah, for sure. And I mean, I think
1: that, yeah,
2: and I mean, one of the things that why I really appreciate that too is especially with, like, more femme-presenting women, there's, like, sometimes, like, I don't know, I've seen this a lot in queer community where, like, femmes are sort of, like, standoffish to each other, and there's, like, a weird competitive vibe, and I just, like, I have no time for that shit, you know what I mean? It's, like, a weird, internalized misogyny thing that some women have, and, like, Mm -hmm. I don't have that, and I'm completely uninterested in that, so... I really appreciate like a supportive femme vibe,
3: (laughs) (laughs) you know?
1: Yeah. Yeah. No, I think that's really sweet. Yeah. Like a femme for femme moment. Yeah. Very sweet. I like this a lot. I did not know who she was. I had not heard the song and I really like it. So.
2: Yeah. Yeah. She's like starting out, but she's, I think, you know, she's doing like, she's doing cute things. The video is really cute. Like she's also Afro Latina. So keep an eye out on her.
1: And they have actually in Atlanta, too. Like, I don't think that the, the music scene there gets a lot of attention nationally, but there are definitely a lot of... I mean, it depends on the genre and stuff, but I feel like we don't talk a lot about artist space in Atlanta. You know, it doesn't come up as much um, on this show, so...
2: Atlanta, for Latino artists in particular, right? Like, obviously, there's, like, mm-hmm. an incredibly thriving, right. exactly. like, yeah. hip-hop scene yep. Yep. that yep. is, like, a non-Latinx, that's, I mean, not that there's not Latinx people within that, but, like, mm-hmm. it's not seen as, like, in the Latin, quote-unquote, industry as, like, a mm-hmm. hot spot. But there's so, so, so many Latino people mm-hmm. um, in uh, in Atlanta. And yeah. obviously a lot of artists, too. So it's it's definitely a cute scene to keep an eye on.
1: Mhm, for sure. All right, my last song for this episode is kind of like my summer radio earworm song. <laughs> it's another remix. It's Caramelo remix. It's Osuna, Carol G, and Mike Towers. Again. So, yeah, I mean, I think this is one of those songs that you wouldn't necessarily be into if you hadn't heard it, like, a million times, <laughs> which is sort of how our brains work. I mean, I think it's a good song, but I don't know that I would be... It's catchy! It's totally yeah, it's catchy. Yeah, exactly. It's catchy. You um, know, that's, like, how I
2: feel about La Dipeta, you know? Like, it's catchy, right. it's, like, fucking dumb, but, like, whatever. Right, right. I'm not yeah. above liking stupid shit.
1: <laughs> no, no, me neither, me neither. And what's the summer if not that, you know? Um, so... <laughs> So, yeah, this is this is where we're at with this, um, where I'm at with the song. It's just, like, I now it's become kind of a soundtrack to, like, driving around Austin, you know, doing the, like, limited things that I can do during this pandemic. Um, and I'm yeah. grateful that there's a good Latino radio station here. I mean, there's probably a few, but there's one that kind of hits my sweet spot of, like, kind of, like, top 40 and then, like, old school stuff. And sometimes it's throw in some salsa and, like, it has a kind of Caribeño feel, even though we're in Austin. It's like, m- not mostly banda or stuff like that, which I like, but I'm not as um, immersed in. So, that's kind of a requirement for me. I don't think I could live in a city without a good Latino radio station, even though like, now <laughs> like from anywhere, but it's like okay, cool, we're solid. So, it's not El Sol, because like El Sol has like a special spot in my heart, because it's like run by like a queer Puerto Rican woman that like is a f- kind of a friend of a friend, and like their politics are like really on point, but Um, But I'm I'm liking it. And they're doing a lot now to try to, like, get the community resources with COVID and stuff. So, like, I appreciate a radio station that's, like, trying to take care of its people, you know? So. Yeah. Yeah, for sure.
2: Yeah, that's dope that that there's that radio station there. I'm not sure. I wonder how old it is. Like, maybe I didn't find it. when I, like, lived in Texas very briefly. And I think probably at that time was, like, mostly listening to, like, my own music and not a lot of radio. I sort of have, like a new-ish relationship to the radio yeah. in the last, like, five or six years. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. I was, like, so, like... I picked my own music out. I didn't want anybody else to you pick it. You have to
1: listen to La Mega, though, do you?
2: I do, and now I do. Oh, now I, I do. But, like, I so liked good. it... I don't know. For a long time, I felt very controlling about the music that I listened yeah. to. So it was like, yeah. I want to listen. I have, like, a bunch of shit that I want to listen to, and I don't need the radio mm-hmm. to tell me what to listen to. Mm-hmm. But... Now like I feel like it's like a nice effort in like letting go and seeing like also just like tapping into the zeitgeist of like what the fuck other people yeah. are listening to, right? Which is valuable to me. Um totally. but so I don't know what I'm trying to say though is that when during the brief time that I spent in Texas, I did not come across that radio station.
1: Yeah. Um, I think it's like one or two point seven, I think. Mm-hmm. Don't quote me on that, y'all. <laughs> but yeah. it's on. It's saved on my. It's saved on my car radio. It's saved. <laughs> you know what number to reasons, press
2: in your car to, to get to Yeah, it.
1: it's just number one. That's the only one. <laughs> um, <laughs> I yeah, my partner's daughter who's six. Like, it's good to have radio in the car because sometimes it like keeps her chill just like listening to music and then she has a we made a playlist for her on Spotify so sometimes she hear songs and be like put this on my playlist which is cute um, and this song was one of the ones she asked to put on her playlist <laughs> so it's like interesting mm-hmm. to see like what draws her attention to from the radio but um, we can often drive in silence just listening to music which is if any of you live with a child of that age it's pretty glorious to have any moments of silence so <laughs> I'm appreciating the radio for a whole other reasons now being with with a kid. Yeah. And I mean I appreciate her music taste. It's it's pretty good. It's pretty good.
2: Amazing. All right y'all, that's all we have for you today, but we do want to let you know um we have a little bit of a store update. If you heard our Friquitona episode, um you know that we had a Frikitona pin available for pre-order they're in they're fucking beautiful yeah um they look good, y'all. and yeah they look so good also if you all will recall in the spring right before we left we did a fundraiser with a poster like we had a poster coming out anyway that said uh, no más Perreo." and because of the uprisings we decided to donate all the proceeds from that to movement for black lives um we posted on social media about that donation so but if you want to know more about it definitely feel free to contact us we were able to raise over six hundred dollars super dope and we decided to just make that poster part of like an ongoing fundraiser right because this isn't an issue that is gonna it's just gonna go away right like there was like a moment of increased urgency where they needed funds and like we gave the whole proceeds to that but We are going to still be giving a portion of the proceeds of that poster to the Movement for Black Lives. So Mm -hmm. if you are interested in that poster, if I may say so myself, it's pretty dope. Mm -hmm.
1: It is dope. (laughs) It is dope, I can say. It's great. It will look really good on your wall. Um, yeah, and we're donating 50% of the proceeds to M4BL ongoing, so um, it's a good way to get some cool art, support us a little bit, and support the Movement for Black Lives.
2: Yeah, and we have some like other new little updates coming up soon, so just keep an eye out. Um, we have new little things that are cute for you. I'm personally excited for them, so, um, you know,
1: no se les vaya a olvidar. Mm -hmm. And we'll put links in the show notes to those new items in the shop so you can check it out. Thanks so much for listening, y'all. We appreciate you. We hope that you are maintaining your well-being as best you can, given the multiple pandemics. No, the pandemic and the fires and what's going on politically and everything else. So doing your best to take care of you and yours and um, figure out how to be part of this effort to make things to change things in the future but thank you so much for listening and we hope you liked our episode
2: for sure thank you so 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 much as always all the information from all the songs and everything we said here is going to be in the show notes uh follow us on social media we're at radio mania everywhere we have a little newsletter where we put in a couple of extra things that you won't find anywhere else either if you're interested in that um, all that information is linked in the show notes so go ahead follow us everywhere and we love you so much cuídense mucho babies
3: chao
0: chao
3: brai. Towers, baby, Ua, uh-huh. 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 no iluminar.